Welcome to Machine Learning. I want to talk about a book written by uh, Kagan, Robert Kagan, and uh, called Paradise and Power, or Paradise and Power, because it, it does explain some of the things that are going on with the Ukraine and uh, Russia conflict, which uh, is disturbing because it what it looks like is that uh, um, that socialism is spreading more rapidly through Europe in the form of a hard socialism and uh, with the edge of a military takeover. So he states uh, preferred negotiation, diplomacy, and persuasion to force. Whereas uh, force has always been, military force has always been U.S. hegemony and but then this move to international law and negotiation and diplomatic uh, force is going to break down in Europe. So Europe is moving to law, transnational negotiation and cooperation, he says. U.S. view international laws and rules as unreliable and rely on military might. America sees the world divided between good and evil. America seeks uh, finality in international affairs, problems solved, and threats eliminated. That's what Kagan says. So based on that principle, U.S. foreign policy would be to contain Russian and Chinese military aggression, which doesn't seem to be happening. And I don't understand why U.S. foreign policy is not uh, being implemented there. Some Europeans view America as a place where reason and humanity might develop more rapidly than where else. American foreign policy was suffices with suffused with principles of enlightenment, extolling the virtue of commerce and appealing to international law over force. Well, it's interesting because what he's stating there is that he still believes that U.S. foreign policy uses might uh, to implement their actions, but the international law and so forth has suffused, and that word is kind of an interesting choice that he made, suffused uh, U.S. foreign policy. And so maybe that's what's happening right now, is that we see in action where uh, Russia is about ready to take over the Ukraine capital. We see inaction there, and um, that that may be due to that suffusion that he's referring to. Europe empire is gone. Europe uh, sees the world through the eyes of a weaker nation. World War II debt forced the Europe into decades-long dependency on American bankers. In 1920, Britain was convinced that France was greater threat than Germany. By 1934, Europe uh, was putting its faith in collective security, creating the League of Nations. The U.S. Senate rejected involvement in the League of Nations. Collective security melted away under military strong Germany, and a policy of appeasement emerged. Um, diplomacy with German destroyed 
with Germany destroyed Europe as a national power. That's his point there. At the end of World War II, influential Americans were hoping Europe could establish itself as the third power against Soviet power, allowing the U.S. to withdraw. Instead, Europe became dependent on the, uh, the U.S. for security. And so we see that because of that, the Europe's security um, is, is fairly weak, and then and the U.S. has been dependent on for that for military force to prevent uh, Soviet aggression or Chinese aggression, military aggression. Europe was the theater struggle between communism and capitalism. Europe was able to extend its influence and respect because of the U.S. By 1992, the European Union had peacekeeping fighting capabilities. Balkans, Bosnia, Kosovo, Macedonia, Afghanistan, and Iraq. Those are still the hot areas of the world where military forces required, where U.S. presence is required. The, it's interesting, the withdrawal from Afghanistan left a, a huge vacuum and allowed the Taliban to increase its power in that region. So it does beg the question, why did we invest so much time and resource to fight the Taliban in Afghanistan only to vacate and then allow that power vacuum to be created and for the Taliban to gain power there? Improvements in military technology made Americans more willing to go to war, allowing the U.S. military to become a forcible enemy at the distance. Now, that technology is AI today. AI technology um, is the most powerful weapon we've ever created. And its capability over the next 20 years will be significant. And uh, even Russia has stated that the country that possesses the AI technology will be uh, the, the dominant force in the world militarily. Europe was willing to expand its military presence into strategic positions in the Soviet Union. Europe's liberal views exposed them to security threats they considered tolerable. If you don't know how to fight, you don't know the risks of losing. Europe has been capable of projecting its own security power. As a result, it has become dependent on U.S. for security. America provides the military security for European interests at home and abroad. The U.S. carries the cost for protection and subsidizes European financial markets as a result of historical protection against Soviet aggression. You know, that's called NATO. And, you know, the United Nations cost is extremely high for the U.S. And um, I liked it when Trump was in power because he stated that... Um, that those costs would now be transferred on to other nations and that the United States was not going to carry that that cost directly anymore. So I think it was like 80% was being carried by the U.S. Europe has withdrawn from the Middle East and relied on the U.S. to secure their interest in that region. That interest is oil. The U.S. kept its policy of hard power, unilateralism, and protection of power. 
However, the United Security Council continues to bind the actions of the U.S. by requiring consensus of its members. I'd love us if the U.S. would get out of the United Nations totally and, uh, and abandon that organization. America are concerned with India and Pakistan confrontation, military growth of China, Russian threats for Europe, and nuclear weapon threats from Iran, North Korea, and Pakistan. Well, you know, it does, those, the, the um, I read in Kepler's report that he didn't believe that uh, India would go to war with Pakistan, that there would be tensions there, but long term he didn't think that there would be war between India and Pakistan, and that's true, proven to be true. We still operate on oil from the Middle East, and uh, shell oil continues to be an important resource of energy for Americans. The Chicago Council on Foreign Relations showed that 61% of Americans were concerned with Islamic fundamentalism versus 49 from Europeans, so we're more concerned. Uh, only 19% of Europeans were concerned about China military and economic development versus 56 for Americans. And that's probably because China has about the same amount of trade in euros um, it would, as it does with the dollars. And we learned that disclosure during the financial meltdown as we saw, kind of got a, a close look at how China was was distributing its uh, trade debt um, to countries. So it was buying goods from Europe about equal to what it was buying from the U.S. In Kosovo, Britain contributed 4% of the aircraft, 4% of the munitions dropped. The U.S. dominated the way the war was fought, decisive and used of force. Europe never wanted to fight a war like Kosovo again. America fought in the Balkans War to preserve European alliance, NATO cohesion. After the Cold War, Europe was supposed to develop an independent military capacity, a common European defense capability independent of NATO, but the effort failed. Europeans could spend twice the money on military spending and close the gap. Instead, Europe spends their money on social welfare programs and environmental projects. After the Cold War, Europe did not need power to achieve or preserve peace. The U.S. provided it. Integration started with France, reintegration with Germany. With Cold War gone, the fears of Soviet aggression were downplayed, and new European approach of diplomacy, negotiation, induction, and compromise became more established. You see that with membership in the United Nations. Here you have the voice of, of um, Russia, where they can have equal voice as free free countries can have, and uh, and then it followed its objective to socialize Europe even more by taking over the Ukraine. So um, the history of gulags, I think, will return where you have large populations put into slave cities and just don't like the, the move that's going on in Europe and especially um, it, it raises concerns. But here Europeans were moving to confrontation to, to cooperate integration or the rule of law. 
European cooperation begins with economic cooperation, then moves to integration. Europeans believe they have superior wisdom in global relations and reconciliation efforts. I don't think that happened with the Ukraine. See, we, abandoned, we did not use force against force, and now we see the Ukraine fighting desperately to keep its sovereignty against a foreign invader. European war criminal law stated, all nations strong and weak are equal under the law and must abide by the law. Okay, so when a country doesn't abide by the law, what does the European uh, criminal law state then? See, it makes you wonder what sector are they applying this, this maxim? Is it for nations? Is it for armies? Or is it for individuals? Europe is not concerned about Germany reunification and integration claims. All right. Well, that's a summary of Kagan's book and uh, some of my own biases towards and responses towards some of his insights. And I think that's interesting because I think he will be a spokesman now of what's going on in Europe. And uh, and definitely he, he uh, highlighted some of the vulnerabilities that Europe has against Russian aggression, uh, especially where Russia wants to restore its glory. That's, that's, that's what the propaganda says, or the media is stating, is they're restoring their back their glory uh, by retaking, uh, or they call it denoxification of, of these key countries, Latvia, Estonia, uh, Lithuania, Czechoslovakia, Poland. I don't know about Germany, but it, it it's definitely a concern because Germany, Germany is a, a very strong economic power and, uh, and whether they would uh, continue the age-old fight uh, along that line or if it would be contained just to the Ukraine.